Welcome to the Victory Art Podcast. Here, we bring together industry experts and inspiring artists from Central and Eastern Europe to give you a glimpse into the art world. Hi everybody, my name is Victoria Pikowska and I'm the founder of Victory Art and today we're having here a very interesting host uh, who is coming from Eastern Europe. This is a beginner's guide to art collecting and today we're actually having Paul with Barbara Galvac from Hungary who is uh, hooking to Amsterdam to Netherlands and she's working as an art professional. Uh, Barbara, thank you so much for joining us today here and I'm really excited that we can give people a better idea about the differences between Eastern and Western art market. Barbara, can you please introduce yourself? Uh, thank you for inviting me, uh, Victoria. Uh, yeah, hi, I'm uh, Barbara. Uh, my name is Barbara Govac and I'm uh, a Hungarian originally. I live in Amsterdam. I am a photographer, um, uh, maker, baker, and uh, also curator and, and sometimes mentor also about photography, visual communication and content. At the moment I uh, uh, I'm active uh, also on some personal branding questions, but mainly focusing on uh, my own art project uh, coming up soon. Uh, through the course of next year, I'm going to be busy with an art project about grief and how we uh, process grief and how can we turn around the situation. I've exhibited in Art Rotterdam, uh, in the Burs van Berlage, Fondel, CS of, of Rotros, in uh, Antwerp, in Budapest, in within Holland, still in Accenture, uh, also in a corporate environment, and in the FU MC, it's currently the AMC, I think at the moment, the Amsterdam Medis Centrum, so the Hospital of Amsterdam. And currently, uh, there is a project, as a group show that my work is exhibited in on Skipo. Uh, the title is uh, Kracht, meaning strength. And that's about uh, people who survive the life-threatening situation, for example. So it's quite broad what I'm doing. I'm uh, on mentoring. I'm mentoring at uh, online course of uh, the, Mod the Museum of Modern Arts in New York uh, for uh, the course called Seeing Through Photographs. And um, what else? And I did some uh, programming on uh, inclusion, actually. So the topic on... Inclusion is mainly about uh, women empowerment, actually, but I do believe in the whole uh, more broader topic of inclusion uh, in that sense. Thank you so much, Barbara, for your introduction. Uh, for me, it's really exciting to really uh, have this uh, interview with uh, Eastern European artists. So can you tell us a little bit more about uh, about the challenges of coming from Eastern Europe and actually starting your art career abroad? Um, yes, it is quite an interesting uh, uh, moment for that question as well, I believe, especially because I'm Hungarian. Uh, looking at the current situation, what, my, what the current government is doing within the EU politically, uh, which I'm not really proud of, especially because my topic is um, 
we could call it the complete opposite, though I don't believe in black and white situations on this topic. <laughs> I do believe that the world is way more colorful than that, um, just like inclusion is, actually. Um, uh, it, it, it does make it quite challenging that you're not local to start with, but and that would be the situation in every location. I do like to think uh, uh, multinational, minimum within Europe, actually, if I'm looking at where my work could be uh, shown, exhibited or shared, uh, even in an artist, let it be an artistic or a corporate environment, or maybe public space, which is a little dream of mine. Um, hopefully I can come through one day, uh, together with others, of course. Uh, uh, so I do, I do think actually not even only in Europe, but also globally and for any artist, I believe in that. So, um, and of course you need to uh, come through challenges locally, obviously, indeed. So um, just to, to start with that, it is also about the relationships that you build. So if you're local on a, on a certain location, then you build your relations locally from start. And, you know, then via via people know each other and, you know, art is a world which does work uh, highly uh, uh, in this method. <laughs> and of course, it is also business. So it's just like any business networking. And today we are really lucky because the online world is so broad and you can basically find more or less anybody online. Um, um, and then here it comes, certain people are not online. <laughs> and that's where sometimes the biggest decisions are made. So yes, that's also existing. And that's why I believe in a mixture of approach to this. And let it be, yeah, here uh, in the West or in East Europe, that would be, the, in this case, that's quite similar, I think, I believe. What was for you personally the biggest challenge when you came? Um, here in Holland or yes. in the art world? Well, I think the biggest challenge is that um, uh, for an artist, um, there are certain processes in your workflow um, that can, of course, shape, but at some point you arrive to your own workflow and ideally uh, you can make it uh, consistent as well because that's what, of course, is very interesting especially when we're talking about collecting as well, so that it grows value uh, uh, with the time. Um, though at the same time, um, that kind of flow that you need to come into uh, does require uh, your energies, um, sometimes in unexpected timeframes. <laughs> it can come from each and any um, inspiration um, inspire, yeah, you can get inspired from really unexpected things and unexpected moments. And then on that note, ideally you're able to uh, uh, um, act and make something really beautiful about it. That's what of course gives you energy back as well. At the same time, you do need to yeah, manage your business as well if you if you if you aim for going onwards and be able to roll it and you think a bit uh, long term then you do need to make the space to be able to 
uh, role that creativity and to able to tap into. Uh, and I don't want to say maximizing it, obviously that's too business-like, but you know, so you need to find really a balance between and if somebody overlooks that part, that then, then, or it can be, of course, as always with everything, it can be outsourced, of course, that part, but you do need to invest in it. That's basically what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And what are the biggest differences you see between uh, these two different worlds? Like you already mentioned some things in uh, like before, but can you go maybe a little bit more into depth? Sure. So, well, the biggest difference I would say is um, the audience. Uh, the audience in many sense, in many um, characteristics. So, um, as an artist, your audience is your key, um, and um, the audience is just very different in the two countries. That would be. I, I would like to avoid the cultural differences <laughs> to, to, to discuss in detail, but we can definitely touch upon also the financial differences, meaning the whole distribution of, um, uh, yeah, how, how much, how many people are interested in your work also. It's, it's the amount of people is also less in East Europe than in the West Europe. It's just less, it's a different, um, um, society and that's also uh, um, um, what is it uh, in how uh, sorry I'm saying it in Dutch um, about the topics that you're busy with if it's it can be abstract or or it can be thematic my work is thematic so probably that's why I'm thinking this way but it is also different uh, uh, themes, different topics that are interesting in the West than in the East, definitely. It is, yeah, a whole global uh, uh, perspective, which is different in both, both places. So it's really more complex than we would think. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, for me, one of the questions which I had on my mind when you were talking was, uh, does your art have some Eastern European sign or like a style or something was characteristic for Hungary? It could be that somebody would see it that way. Uh, perhaps it might be more traditional in its uh, topic, in its, um, the, the, yeah, in the approach, in the sense that um, but that I believe it's quite uh, theme specific. So when I'm photographing about women, quite some local people are actually executing it completely different way and a different, different approach really. So, but that's more about going into the topic itself. Uh, so here in the Netherlands, obviously there's a huge difference between um, the East and the West, and in the Netherlands, it's like quite strong opinions about um, uh, women empowerment. And it's a completely different approach in my country where I'm coming from, and I think the whole East Europe, uh, if I may say. Um, that is just a huge difference. So I do think maybe my work indeed, that's an interesting question, in for some people could have 
um, that aspect in it, that it's less, yeah, it's, it's probably a mix because I'm living here for a while and I'm of course, obviously influenced by uh, these perspectives. I definitely love them. <laughs> so I really, my preference is totally one of my reasons once for moving. So um, yes, that's, that's, that's really uh, something. I'm not entirely sure though, if I'm thinking on, on, on uh, like outside my work, so from the curatorial approach, uh, that that would be the case with other East European photographers, though there might be some preferences in like a little bit of a touch of this. Um, I, I'm daring to say a word, but I'm very cautious with <laughs> choosing the right word. Um, a little bit of, um, how would I name it? a little bit, uh, yeah, that sentiment about our past and uh, about our uh, border opening uh, not too long ago um, might, might be felt, but it's quite, it's hard to put my finger on it as the English calls it. Uh, but for example, Tomasz Pakuc is a very big uh, name in photography uh, with his very specific style who really built a big name as well. And I would say in his work, I definitely see that. Uh, that kind of like slight nostalgia, but not exactly because obviously he has his own approach to the world and that's the, his own vision. So that's what comes through, but it's quite fascinating uh, indeed. Uh, it's very interesting that you already kind of like mentioned the next question, what I wanted to ask you. And uh, that's that uh, what are like weaknesses and strengths of of each market from your perspective? Like like pros and cons you see. If from an art from the artist point of view or from collecting or you know what you can actually mention both. I think that it will be interesting for people to okay, see. Okay, so from um, from um, from the artist point of view, um, depending on where an artist comes from, but definitely uh, um, um, tapping into the into the potentials of your own market is, of course, always uh, because it's so close to you and so. Uh, much being on the same page, that's definitely something to go for um, and to, to explore. Um, uh, and, and it might be um, uh, way more work uh, for yourself as a person to connect, to, 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 to gap the differences between uh, the East and the West, to reach out to the West um, and uh, share the works uh, but then once that's been done, it's definitely uh, worth the efforts for the fact that you're touching um, bigger circles, uh, potentially, and bigger possibilities. So the, 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 it might therefore what I'm saying is there the amount of work to go in to 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 invest is way more, uh, but it might just worth it 
for the fact that it can bring you way more forward. And, you know, just like without the East and West question, just somebody from being from an, from one country, let's go outside of East and West, let's go outside of Europe for a second. So I don't know, African artists uh, reaching out to, I don't know, uh, Japan, just saying something very different now, um, is definitely worth it for the fact that um, uh, when somebody has an international acknowledgement um, uh, that does strengthen the local situation, the local approach, the local status of that artist. Uh, so um, uh, doing something from East in the West, therefore can do the same, but it's not really related to within Europe, I believe. I don't, I don't know how you see it, by the way, I would be fascinated to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, like from my perspective, I agree with you. I think it's kind of like tougher to make people like uh, be interested in Eastern European art because this kind of art is yet not uh, really recognized on the market. Yeah, For example, like African art is already getting more recognized uh indian art is right now like starting to be more popular but eastern european art is still like like really in the back like 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 when collectors are thinking about like buying art this usually doesn't come uh come up on their mind so this is i believe this is such a, a big pity because uh there's so many talented artists like in europe can uh, can actually offer collectors so many uh one-of-a-kind pieces uh, which they didn't see before but they just don't know about it because eastern europe is still you know not that well uh developed it's like eastern europe uh, European countries are not, still developing yeah. countries and you can really see it as well uh, like from economical perspective marketing perspective wow. and branding perspective so I truly believe that um, uh, Eastern European uh, market boom will come uh, I think that maybe in 10 years uh, but it will definitely come it will be very popular and these cultures will be booming because not just because art uh, art is just an uh, interesting tool how to distribute art. However, uh, the human potential, the human capital, which is there, is massive. So I can't wait for the day uh, that Eastern Europe will be properly recognized in this way. Yes, because there's also a lot of, like, endless amount of really talented people also, and also really combined with really hard work. Exactly. And that's exactly. just, Amazing. yeah. Yeah. That's indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Another question which I have is uh, that uh, last week when we spoke together, you told me that you're strongly involved in diversity and inclusion and uh, as well like in HR. Uh, can you actually tell us more a little bit about this topic and as well tell us how you combine it uh, in your work and in your projects? Yeah, so I've been involved uh, in, uh, I've been involved in various um, event uh, programming and um, um, organizing for a networking also about um, inclusion by uh, the big the big um, company network uh, of Holland uh, through the little organization that is involved in the trade commerce so politically involved about lobbying for inclusion. 
and uh, these are companies who are indeed um, it's it's a group of company who and big companies who are uh, supporting inclusion strongly and proactively, and they are organizing. Um, and sharing knowledge, therefore, so they are the, the main point is to share knowledge about what's what are the potentials there, and in certain aspects, um, it's it's then therefore very developed because um, uh, just the fact just to acknowledge that inclusion is important and not only diversity, uh, because diversity and inclusion is two different uh, uh, things, um, as uh, someone put it. Um, Diversity is, um, uh, what was it? Diversity is make sure that, uh, the, that everybody has space at the table, a chair at the table. And uh, inclusion is that you actually give, give them the possibility to voice uh, their perspectives. So that's just, that's just in, in, in a nutshell. Um, uh, therefore, really, they are focusing on inclusion, but it's quite challenging to bring, there's a lot of psychological reasons. I have some HR in my past. Uh, there's some, quite some psychological natural reasons why it is very much a challenged topic. And they, um, and at some point I, in, in one of these um, options, I had the possibility to actually make an exhibition uh, to, to, to get the point through. Uh, for a bigger audience, and that was uh, really interesting because uh, because really the power of art is is not questionable by 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 neither of us here. <laughs> uh, the power of art is uh, way more than than what uh, what we would think, and then what what corporates would first think, and it does have um, layers and layers and layers of communication within them with the people and it connects to emotions and therefore it's very valuable uh, to bring an actual message through it doesn't by the way it, it it doesn't have to be necessarily inclusion to be honest with you it could be anything else but inclusion is just something that i uh, i personally am very much involved in having women empowerment amongst uh under this topic as a subtopic uh, which is really close to me uh, for several reasons i do believe the netherlands are very developed on on women empowerment and by the way also relatively on inclusion as well uh, at the same time it's 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 really far away from the ideal so there's really a lot more uh, to to grow in this and I do believe that every tool needs to be used uh, to to get ahead, to to advance this topic. And yeah, it's just very close to my heart. So uh, I, I was I was extremely happy that this uh, this uh, project came through, and there were several artists uh, who um, who participated, um, and really everybody really valued it, including these big companies, which is very interesting. Uh, in this case, the interesting part is they, the big companies, they all have huge uh, um, stock of art collected, uh, uh, you know, within, but I wonder how much they deal with how it's all 
presented? In what combinations? Because combinations obviously uh, uh, can be endless as well with the arts, with the artworks. So, and it's just very sensitive on, you can actually um, really mix up people as well if it's not done well. So yeah, I, I'm wondering how the future of this, uh, this uh, part will look, to be honest. That's why I'm really fascinated about your business as well because I, I, I believe it's crucial. And obviously there are cases when an abstract work, work can make that effect. Uh, it really depends on what the company wants or what the location, let it be of anybody and not only company. I mean, we're talking about corporate now, but basically it, we can touch upon on any public uh, space as well, of course. So um, I'm just really fascinated how this is gonna continue in the future because there's so much possibilities and we get way too many um, visual messages into the brain daily <laughs> that it's, that is way less valuable anyway, um, on, on, on the human level, you know, on, on, on bringing, bringing value for more people uh, on many levels. Thank you so much for sharing. And I actually very much agree with the many things you said. There is one question which I'm going to ask you right now. It's a very controversial question. Uh, yes. And, uh, we didn't plan it, but I still want to ask you about, uh, about it. Uh, when I was studying, I heard uh, once from my professor who was a curator of National Museum. Uh, oh. And uh, she said that... Uh, Females are like in general, females in art industry are underrated because they are more uh, seen as a, as like, a, because they are more sexualized than men. And uh, I know that the Guerrilla Girls uh, had this campaign that they were demonstrating that there were just 97, uh, there were 97% of male artists in uh, Guggenheim, I believe, and 3% of female artists. And uh, they were mentioning that does women have to be naked to be put in a museum and to be in a museum. And uh, following up on what I said before was that my professor afterwards said that usually females are more appreciated in like um, when they're a little bit older in the art market because they're not sexualized anymore and they're more like perceived as professionals. What's, uh, I know this is a very controversial question, but uh, uh, yeah, this is just... Uh, yeah, from uh, my personal curiosity, like, what do you think about this statement? And uh, have you perceived something like this, like maybe from your own experiences or from experiences of your uh, of your other uh, colleagues or friends in art industry? Uh, well, yeah, this is really also uh, a bigger question as well because there's like really uh, many articles, and it, this really is a hot topic at the moment. Um, and it is still growing, um, this topic. Um, uh, and the, the opinions are really shared about this. So um, indeed, there are way more um, men than women as being artists. And, you know, they get, um, they get critics as 
positive critics as uh, brilliant or, you know, they would never say that for a woman artist. They would never say brilliant for a woman artist. That's, that's just this, that's, that's like, for example, it's this, this is just one word, but um, what happens is that um, it is a situation in the art market. It is just as much a situation anywhere else as well. So most of the, uh, so like many other industries are also a bit backwards with this situation. So that's one, art, art, art is amongst those. And number two is that um, an older uh, photographer in Holland photographed uh, many women in the art world uh, who are in high, higher art positions, for example. So it is also uh, kind of interesting how, um, how it is all distributed and how somebody is getting chosen. Um, it is highly sensitive and highly personal how somebody is choosing an artwork. There's uh, obviously the, the acknowledgement that someone brings, the, the skills that someone brings, the, the vision that, that an artist brings, of course. Uh, on top of that, there's some personal, personal uh, choices uh, happening and it is just very, um, very much a factor in how somebody is choosing now. Uh, if, if, and then, and then there is another study. But this is, by the way, um, um, like I have been exploring this area for pretty long, <laughs> and uh, and I also see some other dynamics there. Uh, so. I don't want to go like too broad here, but it does start with pink and blue when a girl is born. <laughs> and that is changing. And it's also a difference in East and West that is changing here more than in the East still. Um, and then we could just go on and on about that during life. At, at some point when you're an artist, um, um you do have to voice your vision and you do have to um uh, you do have to manage your doubts about your work and might be generally that men are better in that than women i, I have no clue by the way <laughs> i wouldn't be daring to go there to judge that uh, because we are all very different but so uh, that's 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 the situation. It's just there's so many factors to answer this question. <laughs> it's very very. Um, uh, I'm very careful in my reply, as you hear. I'm very slowed down and all that. Um, but basically, um, I think that's why the responsibility is in our hands, also artists, to actually yeah, go and do it and don't think too much about it and keep on and be resilient in your approach and yeah, manage also uh, your artworks and, 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 and do there and try, you know, and you never know where you end up then. Uh, it's, 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 these numbers are not gonna change without women doing that. And it might be that 
you know, there are a lot of exceptions to this, and it's I don't I really don't want to. I'm really strongly avoiding generalization on this. Um, um, but really, I think we need to pose the question to ourselves about it. And there are situations where it's hard to get through uh, uh, as a woman, but yeah, then somewhere else, I would say, you know. And at some point, this number will change. The, the, the graduation group that I've graduated with was uh, 40 people. Out of 40 people, there were, I believe, eight men, as in original uh, uh, gender. But there were three, I think three hetero only. Or maybe one only. Now, so really low was. I really have to think like who was actually hetero in that group. Meaning, yeah, gender in general is actually also wider and wider <laughs> to, to the definition. And it's just, I think we just need to go forward, you know, like the Dutch does. Uh, and don't think back or don't look around. <laughs> it's just go forward and then we can change this number. This, this ratio, these statistics. It is hard, like in, in every industry it was, but um, it's only on us what we, what we achieve, that, that I strongly believe in that. Thank you so much, Barbara, for this amazing interview. I loved it. And I believe it brought a lot of value and uh, different perspective to people. Uh, can you actually tell us where uh, where people can find you, like where they can see your work or like where they can see uh, your upcoming exhibition in this like global pandemic? Yeah, well, currently, uh, well, currently my work is um, on Schiphol of all places. <laughs> so that's a funny one because currently we shouldn't travel, um, but definitely online. Um, I have my website um, and my links. Um, they can maybe mention somewhere, or you know. Um, uh, so that's 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 mainly currently my main source. I'm on all kinds of social platforms, so it's very easy to find me back. I think we can always connect, so we can always have a word. And yeah, I'm really open for a chat always. Uh, and um, I would say it's always listed on my website when there's a new exhibition coming up. Um, I can imagine that it's going to be online uh, uh, for a while. It might be only online next year. Mm -hmm. which, is also, which is also fine. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, uh, that's the way how it's going to work for, for some time. Yes. And it's okay. It's going to be a very exciting experience. Yes. Nevertheless. Yeah. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you so very much. much. <laughs> Thank you, Victoria.